0: There are a lot of issues uh, on the minds of voters here. And, of course, with 11 days to go, one of the big ones is actually the state of this race and where things are. Um, Josh Lemon is a portfolio manager I know at a local bank. Josh, uh, you're an independent and you voted for Joe Biden in 2020. But you've said you plan to vote for a GOP candidate this time around. And as I was telling everybody watching at home, you're allowed to register right up until caucus night. Right. So that's the way it works uh, here in this state. Uh, So you're deciding between Governor Haley and Governor DeSantis. Go ahead.
1: Correct. Uh, And thanks for taking my question. Thank you. Uh, What is your strategy to overtake Donald Trump in the polls? You know, I think that what you're seeing is we've got momentum. We've got momentum in Iowa. We've got momentum in New Hampshire. You're going to continue to see us be strong in South Carolina. And really, what it's been is it's been about, let's talk about where this is. I personally think President Trump was the right president at the right time. I agree with a lot of his policies. But the reality is, Rightly or wrongly, chaos follows him, and we all know that's true. Chaos follows him, and we can't have a country in disarray and a world on fire and go through four more years of chaos. We won't survive it. And you don't defeat Democrat chaos with Republican chaos. Now is the time we need to have a new generational leader, one that's going to leave the negativity and the baggage behind and start focusing on the real... issues that we have in the future. But more than that, Americans don't want another nail-biter of an election. And that's what we'll get. Look at any of the polls, head-to-head against Joe Biden. Ron doesn't beat Biden. Trump, head-to-head with Biden. On a good day, he might be up by two. The Wall Street Journal had him up by four. I'm in every one of those same polls. I defeat Biden by 17 points. 17 points. That makes it bigger than the presidency. That's governorships, that's House, that's Senate, that's down to school boards. But more than that, you win by double digits. You're going into D.C. with a mandate, a mandate to stop all the wasteful spending and get inflation under control, a mandate to get our kids reading again and take education back to the basics, a mandate to secure our border, no more excuses, a mandate to bring law and order back to our country, and a mandate of a strong America that we can be proud of. That's what we're doing. That's what I think we need to do. It is time to move past President Trump, and it is time to start focusing on how to strengthen America and do this for our kids and our grandkids. There was one thing you said there, and I know you've talked about him being, you know, the
0: chaos following him, but you did say something there I wanted to follow up on as people face this decision. You said, rightly or wrongly, chaos follows him. Is it rightly or wrongly? Is
1: he the one who causes that chaos, or is he just the unwitting victim? It's both. I mean, you see a lot of these cases they've brought against him are political in nature, and there's no basis on it. And then you see some that he's gonna have to answer for. But look, I'm not telling you anything I used to tell him. I used to tell him he's his own worst enemy. And so I think at the end of the day, we don't need anyone who's getting in their feelings. We don't need anyone that's getting personal about anything. We have a country to save. And that means no more drama, no more taking things personally. I mean, you look at the situation, the differences I have with him is, first of all, I'm an accountant. We have got to get our economy back on track. And everybody wants to talk about the economy they had under Trump. But at what cost? At what cost? $8 trillion in four years. Our kids will never forgive us for that. We are having to dig out of it. So you may have had a good four years, but look at what we're paying for now. As of now, in a couple of years, we'll be paying more money in interest payments than we are in our defense budget. You know who notices that? Russia, China, and Iran. That's what happens there. The second thing is you look at how he deals with dictators. I think it's completely wrong. He praised China's President Xi a dozen times after China gave us COVID. You don't do that. He congratulated them on the 70th anniversary of the Communist Party. We don't do that. When Israel fell to her knees, you're going to go pick a fight with Israel's prime minister because of some issue, personal issue you had with him before, and you're going to praise Hezbollah? It's just not what we need to do. We need to do this without emotion. We need to do this with a sane sense of how we're gonna take America forward.